Hello and welcome to the Roll Tigers podcast. My name is Luke Lindquist, bringing you everything Hampton Sydney Athletics. It's been a big week for the Tigers this past week. This weekend was family and friends weekend and Tigers took three wins on Saturday for three different teams. Big week for the Tigers. Great day to be a Tiger. Here at the Roll Tigers podcast, we're bringing you everything that's happened this past week in HSC Athletics. Usually have a small interview for you in the middle, and then we bring you everything happening this upcoming week for the Tigers. Let's get right into it this past week with golf. Last week, Tigers A team took 12th out of 18 teams in the O'Brien Jensen Memorial Tournament. The junior, John Hutchinson, led the Tigers shooting seven over par after three rounds, tying for 20th, Tigers A-team is yet to break the top 10 at a tournament for either day one or day two. They've competed in two tournaments so far, and over those four days of competitions have yet to place in the top 10. Now, the Tiger B-team for golf is competing today and tomorrow, so golf B-team is placed second right now after day one of the Nightfall Invitational at Southern Virginia University. Now, Cole Williams, the senior, has led the Tigers shooting four over on the day. He's placed fourth individually out of the 27 competitors. Tiger Golf C team is also competing at the Nightfall Invitational, and they're currently in third. Tigers look to overtake Virginia Wesleyan, who currently sits atop the Nightfall standings, and they'll take the Invitational tomorrow, Tuesday the 10th, if they can pull it together and break away with that. Now, Soccer has also competed this past week. They played on Wednesday and on Saturday, both of them at home. On Wednesday, they competed against Washington and Lee. Tigers took the loss 2-1. to WNL came out of the gate swinging with two goals within the first 10 minutes of play. Sophomore Pierce Buehner scored late in the first half off an assist from the freshman Tyler Petz. Tigers were unable to consistently break through WNL's defense as they've struggled with throughout the season, but... First-time sophomore Garrett Hodges has allowed multiple goals in a match in just his third career start. He's done a spectacular job, and we'll hear about that as we continue into the Saturday match when the Tigers welcomed Farum to the hill. Tigers won that match 2 to nothing. Garrett Hodges, in his fourth start in college, had his first collegiate shutout against Farum. Tigers freshman Mo Wampini scored both of their two goals. Tigers found a new weapon called the long ball. Justin Varela, the junior, sent a long ball over everybody in the first half to Drew Miller, who then found Mo Wampini to get past the keeper and score the Tigers' first goal. Now, this long ball may be something the Tigers use more often, as they seem to struggle with defenses that play up on them. And now, as they use this more often, they start sending the ball over everybody across midfield, trying to find a through pass to either Mo Wampini to Drew Miller, maybe Emery Davis or Michael O'Ganey, whoever is the attacking force for the Tigers at the time. If they can just avoid passing through the defensive backs and trying to get the ball up to the wingers, instead just sending it straight to their attackers, they can clear through any defense that's going to come up and press them. And it showed some success against Farum. Farum had more of a streaking defense where as soon as they passed up, they would streak down and crash onto the player with the ball versus what happened on Wednesday against Washington and Lee, Washington and Lee ran more of a trap defense. Once the ball got passed up, they would start to trap with two defenders. But as we've seen with Justin Varela and same thing with Ethan Farmer, two of the Tigers defensive backs, if they can just clear it up to the attackers in the front, again, Michael Ogany, Mo Wampini, there's going to be some success to be had there, hopefully seeing that as we go later on this season. Now, Tigers move in to be 
two and three in conference with an overall record of five five and two after this week and they'll play two games this upcoming week and we'll talk about that a little bit later in cross country tigers took second at the golden acorn invitational hosted by mary baldwin tigers tied eastern mennonite for first but eastern mennonite took the tiebreaker now for those of you who don't know ncaa tiebreakers for cross country is a head-to-head competition between the team's top five runners now eastern mennonite took first and second junior Cade mitten took third freshman jack herdon took fourth for the tigers so those first two runners go to eastern mennonite Then, senior Carter Bertram took fifth, and sophomore Winston Ranson took sixth, and that gave the Tigers the next two runners. So it came down to the sophomore Hayden Van Cannon, who finished 11th, just 17.7 seconds behind his head-to-head component of Eastern Mennonite. Eastern Mennonite takes that one with the tiebreaker coming down to a 3-2 decision as the Tigers take second. Now, hopefully this close second place finish for the Tigers is going to help build some momentum as we only have one meet left before ODAC championships. And we'll again talk about that after the interview this episode. Rugby competed on Saturday morning against William and Mary. Tigers trailed 10-0 in the beginning of the match, and they responded with a try to make it 10-5 at the half. Now, William and Mary had a big lead in the second half. The biggest lead they had was 24-12. The Tigers mounted a big comeback. They put up 14 unanswered points to win the match 33-27, to extending their win streak to four games. Tigers are on top in rugby as they are the number one team in the Commonwealth. Number one team in Virginia. They're in the top 20 in the national polls. Tiger rugby is one to look out for as we continue the season. Hampton Sydney football played the Farron Panthers at home on Saturday. Tigers dominated the game, winning 48-10. to The Pooch, Andrew Puccinelli, was once again named ODAC Football Offensive Player of the Week. This is his second time receiving the recognition this season with 296 yards of passing and a career-high four touchdown passes, although he did have his first interception of the year. Senior Malik Frost rushed for over 100 yards, totaling 108 yards with two touchdowns. Mason Cunningham had 109 receiving yards with two touchdowns. Austin Fernandez and Braden Bowling both had a receiving touchdown. And here's the big one, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, sophomore Joseph Gonzalez had a 91-yard kick return to start off the second half. Now, he bobbled the kick initially, but once he got it in his hands, he found a lane right down the center of the field, and that's all she wrote. 91 yards to start off the second half for the Tigers. Senior safety James Ryan Salvi had his first interception of the season, as that was the cherry on top for a commanding defensive performance for the Tigers, allowing only 219 yards of total offense, only 65 yards of rushing offense from Farham. Tigers football goes to 1-1 one one in conference play and 3-2 and overall. Hampton Sydney Tigers Round Ball Club is holding their 17th annual tip-off banquet fundraiser for the basketball team. It is October 27th at 6 p.m. It is at the Country Club of Virginia West Hampton Clubhouse in Richmond, Virginia, with special guest ESPN basketball analyst Corey Alexander. Now, Tickets are on sale right now. They are $95 for one ticket, and all of it is going to help raise funds for the Hampton City basketball team as they will be kicking off their season on November 8th against Christopher Newport University. Now, for those of you who don't remember, CNU ended the Tigers' postseason run last year in the second round of the NCAA tournament. Tigers hoping 
to answer back to kick off the season this year. To tell us more about the Round Ball Club's fundraiser and the season opener against Christopher Newport University, we have an interview with the head basketball coach, Caleb Kimbrough, and senior Davidson Hubbard. Welcome, Coach Kimbrough. Welcome, Davidson Hubbard. We're here to talk about a couple of things. I was reached out to by the Round Ball Club to talk about their tip-off dinner happened later this month on the 27th. We're also going to talk about the CNU season opener that we're hoping to pack Kirby with. So first off, can you guys tell us about what the Round Ball Club is, what they do for you guys, what they're all about? Yeah, Hub, you go ahead and take this, man. Yeah. Uh, the Round Ball, I think, is basically just kind of get a bunch of alumni that have been associated with the program, um, get the team out there, some family members, and kind of just, uh, you know, get everyone there, get ready for the season, kind of get a look at the team, and uh, also raise some money for us. And uh, I think it's good to kind of get hyped up for the season, get all our fans going all the alumni get give them something to be ready about so yeah absolutely so the tip-off dinner obviously it's a dinner tickets are 95 dollars. where could people go about getting those tickets yeah you, you can find the tickets online if you just go to the website there'll be a link where you can sign up online um it gives you the date it'll uh you can get everything done online so that's perfectly fine if for any reason you don't like to use the online version you can just email me or Charlie Britt or um, who's the head of our round ball club he's the president and we can help guide you or, or you can send a check to men's basketball for the tickets and we can help you out in that way the round ball club though I want to add to what Davidson said it's been an amazing thing I've been here four years and I've been to several different small liberal arts schools and at first you just think it's just a booster club it really is just a collection of former players and just alumni and supporters uh, parents are involved a lot of times and yes it's a booster club that helps raise money but it really just enhances the experience of our program altogether it's pretty amazing like this tip-off banquet is is one of the most amazing things I've been a part of um, with a basketball program I mean you pack out a room at a country the country club in Virginia uh, with over 200 people and you know you have a sit-down dinner and they're all there to see the team and, and make the team feel good and support the team for that season. That's awesome. So we'll add the link in our description and we can add your email in there if, as well if you're comfortable with that. Sure, that'd be great. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Round Ball Club, tip-off dinner, October 27th. Tickets are $95. Link in the description. And now on to talking about the season. Season opener against Christopher Newport University. Some, some rivalry there, maybe a comeback game to open up the season with. You guys played them twice last year. You beat them the first one, the regular season, on the road. And then you lost to them here at home in round two of the NCAA tournament. They're a great team. We all recognize that. They have some very good players coming back. Their big man, number 24, Barber, is going to be there as well. What is the mindset? What is the approach preparing for that game? I'd say, you know, same as any other game. I feel like we play our game. We can beat anyone. And we showed that last year. I mean, we beat them one time at their place. They came and beat us at our place. So it's anyone's game. And I think if we play the best of our ability and you know, it's really just right now is when you have to start, you know, getting ready for it. And even after the game last year, just off season, getting ready, getting 1% better every day. And, um, you know, that's what's going to make the difference. And, you know, I mean, I'd, I'd go back just like any other team and just play the best of our ability. So. Yeah, I mean, I'll add to that definitely. I, I, I think Hub is spot on. I mean, that's what I would have said. I mean, it's, it's not so much about CNU, not, you know, we respect every opponent that's in front of us, but we, we do focus on 
on us and how we can get better and it's a part of our the whole vision of our program of um how can we continue to grow you know how can we figure out how to get better each day and uh i think when we do that the, the results happen and you know a lot of times last year we saw some of those results but the focus has always been you know whether we win or lose like how can we continue to get a little bit better and with this group you know if we focus on that and we get the most out of this group i think the sky's the limit um that'll be a big game no doubt about it i think we're excited about it and it left a really bad taste in our mouth to lose so whoever that was going to (laughs) be to see them again is a great thing um and we're happy that that we're going to get a chance to do that but they're a good team and you know we'll we always respect our opponents and that helps us prepare a certain way so we're excited about it absolutely coach talk about coming back this year and trying to get back onto it you're going to have virtually the same team in terms of starters so how are you guys improving what steps are you making being such a, a complete force last year being in the top 15 teams in the nation what are you doing to improve on that this upcoming season we've talked about that a lot you know we were able to bring the returners on a trip to costa rica uh, in August prior to the school year and I thought that was a great opportunity before the, the incoming freshmen came in to to really have this conversation like although we're returning a large number of players and you know all of your starters that doesn't mean we're the same team you know this is a different year uh, it doesn't mean we need to do things completely differently but we need to approach it as uh, how can we get connected you know, how do we stay connected? How do we refocus now that, you know, you won a few games? Like, how do you now refocus? And, you know, it's a clean slate. Yeah, we can't – I don't think we can, you know, be okay. We're not okay. I mean, I, we've had several talks with the team. We were excited about our progression, but we were not okay with how we finished the year. You know, we felt like we left a lot on the table. So, um I think we have an eager group and I think we have an exciting group, but it's a new team. You know, you had to rebuild that chemistry part. Um, and, and we're really focused on that. Now, CNU is just a stepping stone in that big season. You talked, you have a lot left on the table from that last game, but you have a lot on the table going forward. You play not only CNU, but other top 20 teams from last year. You play Swarthmore, you play uh, Randolph-Macon twice, you'll play Guilford again. So that's an intense, intense season. You play all three of those teams within the first two weeks of December. What, what are you guys doing to bring the motivation to it? How are you going to make momentum heading into this intense season? Yeah, I'd say just, you know, learn from every game. Um, I mean, it, it is a tough schedule, and that's what we want. I mean, we want to play the best teams because, you know, have to be the best to, you know, or play the best to be the best. And so, you know, we want to know who the best teams are out there so we can – kind of see where we're at and where we can grow and where, where our weaknesses are and where our strengths are as a team. And then, um, yeah. yeah. I, the ODAC is a, is a strong league and, you know, non-league, you know, Hub doesn't have any control over the schedule. But it's like I know these guys are eager and want challenges and my mindset is always let's prepare us to win the ODAC, right? I mean, we got in that large bid this past year. You know, our goal is always like, we want to win the league. We want to go win the tournament. You you get an automatic bid to the NCAA tournament, and then matchups and where you go and all that. We'll figure it out from there. But we want to prepare ourselves to win the league, and we split our season into phases. And there's certain focuses in each phase, and that that non-league play is one of the phases. And in that phase, 
you know, we, we really focus on how can we make sure we, we form and know exactly what our identity is going into the ODAC play. You know, let's not pretend like we have it all together day one, but let's work every game to improve and let's, you know, role identification, understanding who we are as a team. So when we go into ODAC play, I mean, we know what that is. And we're confident in that, and we can go execute and take care of business. And so, I mean, it's not like we want to win every game, but it is it's a different focus. We go in and win the game. The next day, we, you know, we just try not to get too high or too low. We're like, well, you know what? How do we get a little bit better? What do we do? Those kind of things, as opposed to, oh, we, we beat CNU. Now that's the that's the season. Now, I mean, we'll be excited, but we'll have to snap back into it and refocus the next day. Absolutely, keeping the pace. Make sure you keep the momentum. Win or loss to be mm -hmm. consistent. I like that. Now, Hubbard, you were an amazing force last year on the court. You led the team in points. You led them in shooting percentage, three-point percentage, in blocks, being such a well-rounded player. What have you been doing on your own and, and with the team to improve your game as it is elite in the D3 level, if not in college? Yeah, I'd say just, you know, individual work, obviously. Um, you have to get that in. But I think just working with the team, um, I think our togetherness is the biggest thing and, you know, kind of just being able to go out and play a role. And if that happens to be my role, that's great. And just doing what's best for us to win games. And, you know, if that's what it takes, um, so be it. And then, you know, just you know, other guys being, you know, like knowing their roles too. And that's what it takes to kind of just have that collectiveness and go out and do our job as a team. So, All right. Thank you guys both. We have two more things. First off, Got some rapid fire questions we ask everybody on, so I'll ask you. We'll have Davidson, you can answer first, and then Coach Kimbrough, you can answer right. second. Okay, we ready? All right. Favorite basketball team? Heat. Hey. Oh, I'm next. Yeah. It's, it's got to be NBA or no? Any team you want. Oh, it's the Hammond City Tigers. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Always a good answer. Favorite movie? Talladega Nights. Oh, wow. Man, probably the first Rocky. Favorite food? Wings. I'm a big food guy. This is tough. This is tough. Um, sushi? Moans or TI? Moans is hit and miss, but if they hit, moans. Moans all day. I eat yeah. lunch there every day. Let's go. <laughs> Favorite professor? Uh, Shane. Look, Shane. Yeah. I've not taken any classes here at Hampton, Sydney. Um, but Jeff Vogel, I'll give him a shout-out. I'll give him a shout-out. This is a guy I see a lot. Seems like an awesome guy. Okay. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Dogs all day. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Dream vacation? Somewhere warm on a beach. Yeah. Not going to be too specific, but, yeah. Hub is made for the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners can't see him, but he's a beach guy. Oh, he's in his um, sandals, shorts. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, dream vacation for me, let's see, probably bouncing around several places where there's really good food, like a destination where I can try unique foods to, to that area and being able to bounce around a little bit. Nice. Yeah. All right. Our last thing for both of you. Is there anything you want to say to recruits or players thinking about coming here? Um, well, I'll just go off, you know, what I was thinking as a recruit. Um, you know, small school, middle of nowhere, all guys, you know, you kind of think, like, uh, why would I want to go to this school? And I didn't even want to come to camp here. But, you know, 
my dad was like, yeah, you could try it out. You know, you, you never know. And so I came here, did one day, and I was like, all right, you know, it's it's an option. And then the coaches, I mean, that was the biggest part, I think, just them being so young and kind of connecting with the players on a different level than, you know, a lot of other coaches. And I think that was the biggest thing. And then obviously committing here and, you know, through my four years, it's just been the greatest, I think. And just an awesome experience, you know, with the team and just, yeah. Yeah, it's been great. So. Appreciate your honesty there, huh? Yeah. With not wanting to come to camp. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, recruiting, yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess I pitch this all the time. But my biggest thing is Hampton City is a hidden gem. And it's very unique, like Hub said, all male in Farmville. If you're looking for a big school, this is not it. However, if you're looking for a top-notch education, a really fun social experience, and as an athlete, of a big commitment to success in athletics, like you're not gonna get anywhere that's any better. It's not even close. And you're not gonna know that if you don't visit. You can't see that online, it, but when you visit, everybody feels it. I mean, everybody feels it. So, you know, even if you just, if, if those things are interesting to you, social experience and, you know, real purpose in the classroom, a place that'll set you up for life and you know, a place that's going to pour in and take pride in the institution and, and for basketball and, and athletics. You know, this is it, man. This is it. You got to come visit. You got to visit. And Absolutely. We'll see. Absolutely. Are there any visits or any things you have coming up big for scouting? We've had football weekends. We've had a lot of a lot of guys up for football weekends, and we've had our players host those guys. So, yep, we've we've had several visits so far this year already, and um, with some really good players, we're excited to see where it goes. All right. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, Davidson, for coming on. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Luke. Once again, a big thank you to Coach Kimbrough and Davidson Hubbard for joining us this week. If you would like to purchase tickets to the Round Ball Club 17th Annual Tip-Off Banquet, we will have links in the description of this episode. Tickets are $95. The banquet is being held on October 27th. Coming up this week, soccer travels to Shenandoah University to compete on Wednesday night at 7 Tiger Squad will have their work cut out for them since Shenandoah has won four matches at home, only losing once on their home pitch this season. Then on Friday, Cross Country will compete in the Roanoke Invitational at 5 p.m. Tigers go back to Green Hill Park, where they found the most success last year. It'll be their second 8K race of the year, and it's considered a practice run for the ODAC Championships, which will be held later this month at that very same Green Hill Park. Swim's first meet of the year is this Friday at 7 p.m. on the road against Southern Virginia. It is the only meet that the swim team will have before beginning ODAT competition against Randolph later this month. Tiger Soccer will compete on the road at Averett on Saturday at 7 p.m. as they continue their second half of their ODAC season. And football will play against Averett as well on Saturday. Averett's football team is sporting an 0-2 conference record, losing to WNL 25-20 and Randolph-Macon this past weekend 59-7. Look for Malik Frost to carry momentum with what could be another 100-yard game. And if Andrew Puccinelli and his arsenal of receivers can continue to be on the same page, we could have another offensive player of the week. And that'll do it this week for the Roll Tigers podcast. Once again, if you are interested in getting tickets to the Round Ball Club 17th Annual Tip-Off Banquet, tickets are $95, and there'll be a link to purchase tickets in the description of this episode. 
with fall break coming up this weekend. Next week's episode will come out on Tuesday. Again, next week's episode will come out on Tuesday the 17th. Until then, I'm Luke Lindquist, and roll tigers.